Welcome to InsideCatholicPhilly.com, where we explore the Catholic faith as it's experienced in church and in everyday life. I'm your host, Gina Christian, here with our editor, Matt Gambino. And along with our guests, we discuss the Catholic take on everything from sacraments and Sunday Mass to social media and sports, based on CatholicPhilly.com's award-winning news and commentary. Thanks so much for spending a few moments with us here at CatholicPhilly.com. I'm your host, Gina Christian. Our editor, Matt Gambino, is on assignment, but he joins us in spirit. Well, in our last segment, we spoke with Fred Trainer, a longtime program counselor for the Archdiocese of Philadelphia, who works with at-risk youth and youth from family court, and he helps them to reshape their lives through a strategy called trauma-informed care, and that helps vulnerable people by understanding the full story behind their actions and experiences. And now we're delighted to welcome one of Fred's students who can share with us what that trauma-informed care actually means in an individual life. We're here with Dwayne Price. Dwayne is a recent graduate of the Archdiocese of Philadelphia's De La Salle Vocational School, also known as Del Voc, which provides at-risk youth and youth from family court with educational, vocational, and social support. Dwayne graduated as the valedictorian of his class, took home an armful of honors, and even had the teacher saying, please don't leave us. And I know because I was there. Dwayne, welcome. It's great. Great to have you with us. Thank you. I'm glad to be here today. Now, Dwayne, and I remember this from your graduation speech. There was a turning point in your time at Delvoke when something kind of opened up for you. There was a moment of clarity. What was that turning point when you realized you could shape the course of your life rather than be shaped by circumstances? Well, during my time at Delvoke, I had a few teachers tell me that I can do anything I put my mind into it. And ever since that day they told me those words, I believe that I can do anything. You know, and I always try my hardest to achieve my goals, and that's what I did. And I'm going to continue to keep doing that because I believe that if I keep trying, put my hard work into it, I'll end up somewhere very great, you know, very great that I can see myself 10 years from now. Where do you see yourself 10 years from now? A child advocate. Really? Yes. Why? Because I want to help other youth like me have the best interest. In the past, I had a lot of good people, and then I had people who made decisions that wasn't the best interest for me. So I don't want the same choices being made for youth like me that their interest wasn't being met. And my goal is to help them, to actually be there for them, to show them that I'm more than just your child advocate. I am a mentor. I could be a friend. I could be anything you want to call me. I'm here to help you. And you've lived it. This is from the heart. You know from your own experience that it is possible, as you said, with that hard work to shape the path of your life, that you don't have to be blown about by the winds of circumstance and oppression, that you've got a say in the matter. You've got your voice. Yes, I do have my voice. And I think that's important to own your voice because recently someone told me to own my voice, you know, recognize it. Don't let go. Don't discourage your voice. Be you. And that's what I did is, is that I'm, I'm being myself. I'm hearing myself out and I have plans. What advice would you give to youth who feel that the odds are against them, that they're despairing? They feel that there's just no way forward for them, that they aren't going to have the ability to own their voice. What would you say to someone sitting in front of you who felt that way? I would say that there's some circumstances that we just don't have control over. And 
that it's sometimes it's meant to happen. But one thing you can do is that you can own it. You can challenge that so it doesn't happen again. So you don't keep thinking like this bad thing happened and then that's it. Nothing's going to change. You have to believe that things are changing. You got to work for it. You got to work towards it and find resources to help you with that. There's a belief. There's effort. And you've certainly put in that effort. I was at that graduation. (laughs) I saw that armful of awards. Thank you. And there is hope. But there is an acknowledgement, as you said, that some things, yes, they may be beyond your power, but there is a way to respond to them. And I think that's what a lot of people tend to forget, not just youth, but a lot of older people who get set in their ways. But there are some things, as you said, that do challenge and that maybe they're not easily surmountable. What are some of the greatest challenges facing today's youth, the youth of your generation? What are you guys up against? A lot of, um, I don't want to say peer pressure, but there's a lot of our environment, our communities, and not enough support for youth today. In what way? What's something specific that you think youth should have that they're just not getting from their communities? I think we all should have a great support system or someone there to support us in making decisions or encouraging us to make better decisions. It's like saying that all of your friends or most of the people in your communities are telling you that college isn't the way to go or getting a job is not the right thing to do. You're going to believe that's okay. Nobody else is getting a job. Nobody else is going to college. So why should I? I think, no, I believe if you have someone, maybe at least just one person telling you that you need to go to college, you should go to college. It will benefit you in your future. You need to get a job. It will help you support income and help you learn experiences. You need to get on the right track. The chances are If you believe that and take that in, you're going to go that path, that straight path. There's no like curves or anything in that path. You're going to go that path and you're going to believe it. You're going to do it. And there's no excuses. And I think with today's youth that there's a lot of excuses set in place that most youth believe there's no way out of that. There's no thinking out of the box. Like, for example, I think of the high cost of college education, and I know that's impacted a lot of people's decision not to go because they say, I can't afford to take on that debt. So that's a place where it sounds like adults are not stepping up and making it a path that youth can embrace to get an affordable college education. Would you agree? I agree. And some excuses, they're true. You know, college is expensive, but there's other options like vocational schools or maybe taking a few classes, training classes, getting a certificate, something that will increase your education or increase your experiences to do something better than not having anything. Absolutely. Yeah. And now you're heading to college this fall, right? You'll be at Community College of Philadelphia? Yes, that's where I'm heading. I attended a program called the CME, Center on Male Engagement. It's a very great program. It focuses on helping us prepare for the fall semester. It teaches us social skills and helps us increase our education. So if we need help retaking a placement test or just brushing up on some like math, English or stuff like that that could benefit us for the fall, that would really help because it really did help me. And I think that for males, youth males, if you're going to college or especially CCP or anywhere else that have something to help with male engagement, you should join it. You've never been afraid to take advantage of those resources. That's for sure. (laughs) (laughs) Any resources that I can, you know, find, I'll take it. Fantastic. A couple of final questions. One, looking again at the challenges faced by youth in the society, I'm hearing that adults, first of all, need to step up a bit more. But what else would need to change to give youth the best possible shot? What are a few other things besides, you know, just adults in general serving as better mentors, walking the talk of a better life? What else needs to change? For youth? Yeah. What, what could we do better, basically? 
This is the customer oh, yes. service survey for <laughs> youth. <laughs> I think that there should be, for youth to help them in their best life, I think that we need a lot of programs. That is, that's a very tricky question. It's but not, we could be doing better, though. Yeah, it, we could be doing better. There's a lot that we could be doing better to help youth. Well, one last question. If you had just three words, you were standing in an elevator with someone who was feeling discouraged, and you had just three words to encourage them based on your own experience, what would those words be? Three words. Believe in yourself. Believe in yourself. Dwayne Price, thank you so much. We're looking forward to great things from you. I hope you'll keep in touch and come to visit us again soon. Thank you. I will be glad to. God bless. God bless you too. So you've heard our thoughts. What about yours? Reach out to us and let us know. You can find us on Facebook and Twitter at Catholic Philly or visit us online at catholicphilly.com. Thanks so much to Matt Gambino, the editor of catholicphilly.com. I'm your host, Gina Christian. And until next time, may God bless and keep you. Transforming lives. That's what the Society of St. Vincent de Paul of Philadelphia is all about. Called to service by our Catholic values, we work directly with our neighbors in need to help with the most basic necessities. Our lives are transformed, as are hopefully those we serve. Visit svdp-phila.info to see how you can join with us to help. That's svdp-phila.info. This podcast has been a production of CatholicPhilly.com. Music by Dustin Taylor Phillips. For more information, visit us online at CatholicPhilly.com.